as long as you're able to nap when you're told to nap, you're going to be fine. Just go there, have a good time. But you sleep when you're fucking told to sleep. You motherfucker. <laughs> you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting, uh, interesting things to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled, episode 21. I have with me today, Mr. Andrew Sanders. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's going pretty good, man. How you been? Dude, I've been doing good. So, tonight, we're going to be talking about self-sustainability. I kind of live off the grid. Andrew's getting into gardening and putting in his own grass. He's been completely living on a diet full of grass lately. He's eating his own grass and uh, various ways, various holes. So you want to, we're going to get into that. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> what <gonna> an intro. <laughs> so you have been able to make the last few episodes because your work schedule has been yeah. pretty busy. Um, yeah. That brings me to my next question. Why do you even work, man? I know, right? I, I sh we should just go back to the good old days <laughs> when we built a cabin out in the woods and just fought off saber-toothed tigers. Listen, I know you work in a hospital, and I know you save lives. Just like the good old days. Like, you're my respiratory therapist, and so that you're talking to your coworker. You're like, man, sometimes people who are dying just need to die. And I'm sitting there like, oh, fuck. I don't feel like I'm in very good hands right now. And <laughs> you just make me hey, get good. What are you guys talking about? Nothing, sir. Just shush. You're like, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> You're on an HMO. You don't have fucking permission to talk. Your insurance plan, you bitch. You fucking bitch. You're paying for this, too. You're paying for this treatment. Oh, man. My job makes you think a lot about end of life scenarios and like i'm always thinking about like man how old am i gonna be when i decide to change because everybody who comes in has a code status right that they set up mm -hmm. or like a power of attorney somebody who they put in charge of who's gonna decide make end of life decisions for you uh like do, do they want to be resuscitated do they want you should put me as your guy who's in charge of what happens to you if something happens and <laughs> no, you're not screw that, dude. I will take good care of like, you. Andrew, it's a great idea. A daily anal intubation for him, please. His last request was to <laughs> shove 16 dildos simultaneously in his ass covered in hot sauce and sandpaper. It's This is what he wanted. Oh, yeah. It's what he wanted. He, you know, you know, man. You know, man. <laughs> no, I take good care of you, man. I got love for you, bro. <laughs> screw that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, screw that, man. What do you not happen? What are you gonna leave me in your will if you go first? I will leave you. Dang, Don't say man. a turd. You know, I've got some. I've got some some toe jam you under fucker. my toenail, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you a little bit Let of that. Let me tell you what would be a great mix. Leave me like a shitload of valuable stuff in your will, and give me permission to take care of you if you're unconscious in the hospital 
<laughs> I promise. It will like, mm, take real good care. It won't conflict. <laughs> it will not conflict. I'll take good care of your yard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it, man. I'll think about it. <laughs> I've seen some messed up stuff, though. Like, sometimes when I... I and I, it's not really my place when it comes to, like, a patient's decisions or whatever. But it seems like sometimes when they leave family in charge, the patient ends up, you know, in a skilled nursing facility for, like, years and years, uh, like, on on life support and things like that. And I, that's not the way I want to go, man. Like, if, uh, if it comes down to it, I'm probably – I'm either going to make myself a DNR, do not resuscitate, or – Hopefully my family will because if I'm like intubated or stuck on a ventilator, traked or whatever, traked and pegged is what it's called because they're basically breathing for you and feeding you like directly into your stomach through a, a peg tube. And like, dude, that's not the way I want. <laughs> Some people live like that. And if, if you're with it consciously and everything, you could have a kind of a not, not so bad of a life. You know, you could still do some things. But if I'm like gone mentally, maybe I had a stroke or something, man. I, that's not the way I want to mm. live my life. No, thank you. It's interesting. I've, I've heard of people getting uh, getting DNR tattooed on their chest to <laughs> to like like make the decision or you know make their uh, their will known, basically. Except they didn't sign the paperwork, so even though it says that on their chest, <laughs> they still revive them and they wake up with no penis. Yeah. Somebody just comes in and sharpied it out, crossed it out. Yeah. There's no explanation of why they, they got their dick chopped off, but that's just the one thing that changed. They saw DNR. It's like, I'm going to chop this fucker's dick off. I'm going to get this guy good. <laughs> that fucker didn't Pretty sure that's what he wanted. Yeah. Look at this guy. This guy picked on me in high school. Oh, is that his dick over there? Now it is. Must have got chopped off in the car crash. Could you imagine that? You're unconscious. And the paramedic is somebody you bullied in high school, and he chops your dick off. Nobody sees it. He's pals with the other guy. And who's to say it didn't happen in the car crash? That's your fault, my friend. That is your fault, you bitch. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We showed up, and he was like that. Yeah, we showed up, and his own dick was chopped off and somehow found its way into his mouth. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's how I found him. That's what happened. You're sick. You're sick. <laughs> That's gnarly. I'll tell you what. If I was rich like Jeff Bezos with my own space company, and I was like, you know, something happened to me, mm -hmm. I would decide to go to space, stroked out, nobody helping me. I know I'm going to die. You put me in charge of the rocket. And how cool would that be to be the first man to die in space? Like you're up there and you can't even talk. <laughs> like it's not funny. Half your face is paralyzed. It's serious. You had a stroke. Hey, that's not funny. <laughs> the first like elective death in space, yeah. right? Like that's that's my way to go. I just send me up there. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would go. Yeah. Have you heard of the roller coaster that was built to kill people yes it, it the plans <laughs> were built they didn't if, build I think the it's roller a concept coaster. right it's a concept. right right like the concept is there so the concept is you go up and down 
until you build up enough G's to loose yeah. the blood in your head, and it keeps doing that until right, you just die right, from right. G-force, extended G-force. You go, like, faster and faster, and apparently, I've seen people get choked out on uh, whatever, on on shows and stuff, and apparently there's, like, a euphoria to it. There is. When you're, when you're losing blood flow to your brain, somebody's at my door, you guys might hear some background noise, I'm having internet issues, so... Somebody's going to be uh, messing with my internet in the background. Nice. <clears throat> Anyways. So, yeah. I guess when you're get when you losing uh, blood flow to the brain, it gives you like a euphoric feeling. And uh, so they're like, well, maybe that'd be a good way to go, you know? I had a friend that used to have his friends choke him out just to get high. <laughs> like when you don't have enough <laughs> money that, to smoke marijuana or to smoke crack, whatever your thing is. It's like, hey, man, just fucking choke me <laughs> out. Just tie that belt around my neck oh, and let it happen. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, you all man. kill a guy just trying to get him high. It's like now what? <laughs> screwed. Yeah. You yeah, should bring your yeah. uh, your IT guy onto the show. I know, right? Hey, you want to come talk about the yeah. what's in your will? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I got some personal questions for you. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. <laughs> Come here, let me tickle you. Be a man. Yeah, be a man. Let me tickle you. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know, man. It's a crazy world we live in. Ride the roller coaster of death. So you've been working on your house lately. Since this episode is yeah. allegedly about self-sustainability. By the way, we're not going to be talking about any of that. <laughs> By the way, speaking... speaking. <laughs> Speaking of allegedly, allegedly, we we need to make a drinking game out of that word. <laughs> Anytime it's how many it's people said, would die I, <laughs> from alcohol poisoning if they had to take a shot every time we said allegedly on this show? Dude, show of hands, be long dead. No, no, no whiskey. Okay, you you guys can drink a, a light beer. Yeah, <laughs> just straight up urine. <laughs> yeah, mm, that's how I like it. And it's called it's called light beer. <laughs> yeah things are going good man been, uh, yeah, what, have you been, what have you been doing what are yeah. some of the latest renovations so the place i moved into didn't have a backyard put in so I, i've been adding in the backyard <clears throat> and yeah i uh i'm getting into gardening which i've never really been into but uh a buddy of mine is Pretty good family friend. He's we've known him for years, and he's been gardening for over thirty years. So I've been chatting with him and kind of picking his brain about stuff. So I've got a garden going. I've got a little hydroponic garden going as well, which is just no soil. You're using water with uh, nutrients in it or fertilizers and whatnot. And plants do really freaking well with. The hydroponics. Now, uh, does hydroponics mean it is necessarily attached to a fish tank, or is that just an option with hydroponics? So, hydroponics is not connected to fish. Uh, aquaponics is. <clears throat> ah, and okay. If if I could, I would like to do an aquaponics system, too, and I'm kind of working towards that because it would be cool to be able to have a source of protein along with your, you know, your, your garden, your vegetables and all that stuff. So they, they'll usually grow like tilapia or there's different fish that they choose. It seems like tilapia is the most popular though. 
Hmm. And uh, yeah, you're just growing tilapia in a big, like a pond or a tank or a... Yeah. Tilapia can get pretty big, right? Yeah, I think they get like maybe nine to ten inches or so. Mm. It de- there's different uh, species of them too that can get bigger, smaller. But but yeah, I mean the fish are in there. You're feeding them. The waste products get pumped up to the plants that the plants use. Right. Just like any other farm, they use fertilizers like uh, steer manure or chicken manure or whatever. Well, you can use fish fertilizer too, so it works just as well. And yeah, people have become like you know you in your backyard you could have a total source of food protein all that stuff if you really go crazy you get uh, solar power with batteries and you use a uh, just the uh, the power of the sun to to run your whole house that's pretty awesome I'm not at man. that point yet but so you're working it'd towards be cool that. to get there man hmm. yeah i feel like self-sufficiency is is becoming more and more popular especially with the pandemic yeah well with the world ending (laughs) yeah yeah with that and everything you might want to be able to have some crackers in your store a couple packs of tuna fish something to keep you going for a few days trade bottle caps and whatnot i just want to live long enough to watch the world burn a couple weeks (laughs) from space from space that would be nice you're just sitting in space (laughs) Just constantly masturbating as you watch the world burn. <laughs> just com- just compulsively. It. Just compulsively. You don't even want to do it. You're in pain all over. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's just floating cum everywhere. Wait, wait no. It's no, that's wrong, dude. What are you even talking about right now? No. This is I'm the like, future. Yeah, yeah, sure. Andrew, this is the future. <laughs> It's inevitable. What, do they go to the space station and they stop jacking off? Like, how many times has somebody, like, been floating around and they just, like, pull themselves into a sea of cum? (laughs) Nobody would know who it was. There's, like, seven people up there. They got Russians up there, too. You just randomly, you know, spit one out. See what happens. What's that smell? What's that smell? We can't just open a window it up here. It smells like McDonald's again, and I know what that means, because I'll tell you what, there's not a fucking McDonald's up here. <laughs> For the fourth time this week. <laughs> mm, wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> Did you know that NASA has a dude working for them who just his his only job is to smell things that are going into space like into the space station and the worst part about it is it's 90 percent of it is shit <laughs> this is his job it's kind of stuff you would you don't even think about it's like it's true you can't open a you can't open a window up there so everything that goes in needs to have like a neutral smell yeah. it can't be letting off some nasty smell he's just smelling it and like licking it it's like, mm, yeah, that's a good one right there. Yeah. I wonder how much he gets paid to do that. <laughs> oh, probably way too How much. long do you have to go to school to tell somebody, yeah, this, this doesn't smell like anything? For NASA, I'm guessing <laughs> probably has a doctorate in horse shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, that's cool, man. I, I think self-sustainability is smart. We're trying to work towards that. Uh, my dream is to have solar panels in a well. Oh, yeah. So that some great raiding party can come 
take all my food and my well, and they'll have a nice home to live in. I like how people <laughs> they say, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to live up by myself in the mountains and stock all these, all this ammo and food and you fuck. You know what's going to happen? Some ex-military guys are going to come up there, whoever, you know, some, some gang of thugs. You're by yourself because you, you're Mr. Rambo. They're going to kill you. And they're going to take all that shit you've been stockpiling for 20 years. Yep. It's all theirs. Self-sustainability is a part of surviving an apocalypse. Do you want to know the biggest part? Having a fucking army. How many, how many of you have that worked out? Right? I mean, it's an interesting... Uh it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about. A lot of people think about it. That's why, that's kind of like the uh, twist that uh, the show The Walking Dead took. Do you, do you watch that? Yes, love that show. It's it's like my cheesy soap opera that I can't get enough of. Yes, it's bad. It's really bad, but I love it because it's great. Does that make Does that make sense? <laughs> I stopped watching when they killed my man. My man Glenn. Man, that was that was messed up. Dude, he's allegedly agree. still out there. We pissed 4chan off, or was it Reddit, when we posted that meme we made of Glenn? After he got his head oh, bashed dude. in. What was, it? what was that meme that we made? I'm trying to remember. It was uh, it was something about, like, Glenn's not dead. Hashtag Glenn's not dead. Yeah, I'll find but- you. <laughs> Maggie, I'll find it was- you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was picture the picture from the Goonies, his- I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was sloth, <laughs> sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, he's like Maggie. I'll find you. No, you won't, bitch. You're dead. Everybody's getting all mad. They're like, he's dead. You fuck. How disrespectful. Well, I'm sorry. It's a show. I took it really seriously. Yeah, it's a show. That's funny, dude. You gotta. Tr- we do a little trolling sometimes. It's called trolling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know people who just their whole. Mo is to go on the internet and and troll just 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 looking for somebody to to bite basically to bite the bait. Yeah, that's what our, <laughs> our podcast buddy Michael is. does that, <laughs> and our listeners are in for the ride. They're with it, but I like it. I like I like where your head's at. I like the audience we're drawing in. So. Yeah, that's a huge component. People stock up food. They think it's about food. And this this whole show is alleged. It's fictional. This is a fictional work of art. None, none of it is real. But what I will say is that as far as self-sustainability goes, I mean, are you are you practicing that? I, I just want to make like a compound where they got to get through like razor fence and, uh, and landmines before they get to my house. <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> most dudes are going to set up a landmine and step on their own shit. And blow their own ass up. <laughs> oh, fuck. My leg's over there. They're going to be laying there in shock for like a good 30 seconds while they bleed out. Feeling like an idiot. Mary, get the first aid kit. Get some scotch tape. I think I could put it back. Your guts are all everywhere. I think I could put it back. I think I could put Don't it back. back. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully... I, okay, so the self-sustainability thing is nice for other reasons, too. Like, I like to be able to go in my backyard and get get stuff instead of going to the, the grocery store. If it really hits the fan, yeah, I, I don't know. You, you never know, man. Like, what's going to happen? Well, you're going to go to Utah to your promised land 
where there literally isn't uh, an army. Every one of those Mormons out there has a, a storage like room full of just full of canned goods. I'll tell you who's going to survive so. is the Mormon church in an apocalypse. They are ready to go. They have their guns. I've seen their storage facilities. They're massive. They got so much food on top of every single Mormon having a bunch of food for 10 years and guns and a great network to meet up. They're going to be all right. It's true, man. They're going to be all right. They're ready for cuz they're they're expecting the apocalypse, you know? Mm. So it's like part of part of uh the uh, the standard, you know, practice within the church to have a like food storage and <clears throat> lots of uh water storage and all that so just be prepared for for whatever inevitable massive amounts of anal sex just massive amounts <laughs> everywhere just constantly it's just constantly happening in the streets i can't walk out somebody's doing anal right there there's shit everywhere that's how it's gonna be that's what the apocalypse you gotta be locked like. inside yeah hope you got a butt plug <laughs> cucumber will work I don't think the viewers know. I grew up. Uh, I grew up in a Mormon household. Yeah. So, I'm, and uh, yeah, I mean, I still consider myself Mormon, even though I mean I haven't gone to church in quite a while. But uh, so, if culturally, if anything, <laughs> still consider myself. But uh, as far as like the fine details, I I don't know, man. But it's true. I think there's uh, power in being in a cult. I think it <laughs> serves human nature uh, to be in a cult. I'll tell you what, when that apocalypse comes, true. you're going to be like, wait, forget it. I was kidding. I'm Mormon again. Let me in the gates. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Kool-Aid. Yeah, the gold plates were real. I was wrong. I was just playing, guys. <laughs> Let me. Let me in. You're all wasted. I was kidding. I was just kidding for five years. Let me in. Five-year joke. I served a mission Dude, in Peru. Right I ran. That's, that's true, actually. <laughs> We're going to have to do a, an episode on religion, dude. Everything you shouldn't talk about at the dinner table. They're the only yeah. church that's figured out how to time travel and speak to the devil. And they know the moon is... Made of cheese. Dude, they do. <laughs> There's people on the sun. People living on the sun <laughs> as well. We'll get into that next episode. Yeah, and this has nothing to do this is this has nothing to do with the Mormon church. This whole conversation. Right. We're just talking about it. <laughs> just chatting. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly we're chatting about nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, the Mormons, they got it together. I think, I really think that they will survive an apocalypse well. They're all Eagle Scouts, too. That's right. Well, Mormons are Eagle, like a lot of them are Boy Scouts, and an Eagle Scout will fuck you up with a bow and arrow. You won't even see him. He'll be sitting in a tree, and then you're dead. There's an arrow in both of your eyes at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, you get shot in both eyes with a bow and arrow. That's what Mormons do if they need to. They can whittle themselves, whittle themselves a, a bayonet and fashion it to a rock. And then next thing you know, you're dead. Yeah. That's it. That's the training, the specific training they receive. So, And if their women were allowed to use the internet, they would agree with us. 
<laughs> they would agree with us that their husbands are all Eagle Scouts, and they can indeed do that. <laughs> if they were allowed to use the internet, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And true. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> we're pissed. The Mormon churches would be like, oh, hell no, these fools are dying. We're writing their names down. They are not getting in the compound. We are not listening to Andrew. <laughs> You're going to go up there. Let me in. I was kidding. They're like, no, we heard your podcast, you fucker. <laughs> we got you on tape. Yeah, you're going to have like 40 arrows sticking out of your back because you're trying to run away. (laughs) (laughs) On your ass. Yeah. Dude, you know what? uh, Speaking of like religions that really get dirt on you um, is the, uh, the Scientologists, right? Yeah. They have a compound out here in, uh, Southern California. I don't remember which town, which city it's in. A friend of mine who worked for like a EMT service or whatever, ambulance, she she got called into that compound. Oh, no. And they didn't let her back having, out. I don't know. They were. No. I haven't seen her for years. <laughs> You're like, I never heard from her again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she said when they when she went in, though, she said, oh, it was a bizarre place so first off it's huge it's like they've built their own little city are you talking about in Hemet? Um, near Hemet? and it's all yes yeah i'm pretty sure that's the one yeah so it's huge and uh it's really nice you know they've she's like i don't know when they i never see anybody like gardening or like taking care of the place and yet it's it's really nice so something's going on but anyways she she went in to they they had to co- you know collect somebody to take them to the hospital <clears throat> and uh, so they got let into the compound and she said they went through this huge like office building full of people at computers just typing away and she's like this is interesting and then when they walked in and got kind of closer to the computers all the people covered their computers up all the computers had a little like screen a drop down screen mm-hmm. and they all start pulling it down like super private hey what the hell are you doing in here and you know they're they're covering up all this this super secret information it's she said it was really bizarre <laughs> i'm like that's uh that's pretty interesting hmm i don't i don't even know what to think about that i wonder how many differences there are between like going to a place like that in north korea yeah man <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. How do you think Scientology is doing in in an apocalypse? They probably got something planned. They probably got a they got the money. They probably have a bunker somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. It's another one they'll probably um, do well. That's who's surviving, the Mormons and the Scientologists. That's who's going to be yeah. breeding in an apocalypse. You know, the Mormons have like a a cave somewhere that I've heard about. Like where they store all kinds of stuff, uh, probably supplies. I don't know. There's there's rumors of it mm-hmm. though. They have some huge cave. <laughs> that's that's where I'm. That's where you gotta go. Just just go to the cave once the once the nukes start dropping. Right. <laughs> yeah. You and me live out in the desert, man. Southern California. It's all 
It's kind of hard to grow stuff out here. Yeah. It's cool. It could be done. You just get some raised beds. Right. There are some things that yeah. do grow out here. Uh, a lot of cactuses edible. Oh, that's true. And you got rabbits. It's just, you know. And then on my dirt bike, I can get to the mountains. San Gregonio Mountain. Uh, Big Bear. Tallest uh, mountain yeah. in Southern California. Uh, I can get there in about half an hour. And there's deer up there and fresh water. That's true. You and me have hiked those mountains. Many times. Hard. Camped, hiked, gone to the yeah. peak even. That was fun. That's a hike. Yep. We got to do that again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Getting too old. <laughs> There's something really beneficial about going to the mountains and getting away. Cause, because your phone isn't, it's not working other than as a camera. Most of the time you don't have a right. connection to the internet. So you're sort of forced to just look around you and enjoy time with your friends without the filter of instant, you know, without the filter of um, social media and worrying about That's gotta be what you're checking. Incredibly healthy for you <laughs> to disconnect from the freaking phone, from social media once in a while. Yeah. Get some fresh air and actually people, I, th- I think a lot of people are afraid to be alone with their thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I find myself there sometimes. Like I'm, I'm just scrolling through YouTube videos or whatever to just not be sitting there with my thoughts. Right. And honestly, we should force ourselves. It's uncomfortable to sometimes. It's it's yeah. Meditate. We but, were talking about this last episode, the Wild West episode twenty, and meditation isn't necessarily sitting there with your legs crossed and being calm. Meditation is literally an acceptance and acknowledgement of your own thoughts without being provoked by them, without trying to ignore them or do anything with them. You're just sitting there observing your thoughts and the act of doing that. And when you find yourself wandering, paying attention to your thoughts again, the act of doing that Mm -hmm. has a sort of cleansing effect. I have found and going to the mountains, you naturally do that, you know, without even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. We bring our tobacco we smoke our tobacco. We don't smoke, but, you know, we smoke a tobacco pipe like once a year, right? Yeah. Um, or a cigar. Right. And we'd go and filter our own water up there. Mm-hmm. We'd bring our own mm-hmm. food. And that water tastes so freaking it's good. best man. water in the world. Natural spring water. Yeah, we'd go up there for a few oh, days, yeah. you know, hike. Just have a good time and just sit and bullshit for a while. Talk about life. Hang out. Sit in silence. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I'd feel great. For like a week after doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You have this energy, this well of energy that comes upon you when you're out in nature, especially with friends who, who enjoy it. You're not dragging somebody along. You both enjoy it. You're, you're out there and you rely on each other. If something happens, you don't have cell phone service. There's nobody around you. Even if you screamed, you're most likely not going to be heard for at least a while. There's not yeah. that many people up there. And sometimes you see bears. I've seen bears up there. Deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mountain lion tracks, they're up there too. You're relying on yourself and whoever's with you. And it can be dangerous. And to me, I like living a life where I'm in charge of my own safety. If something happens, I died a happy man. I don't want to live in this padded world, which seems to be happening now. We're living in this more controlled yet safer world. And I'm not sure that's really the direction we should be going, trading freedom for safety. And being in the mountains, being in the, in the desert, reminds me of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's very true. It's nice getting out of the, you know, just away from everything that we got going on right now with technology and all that. It's, it's a. And self reliance. Uh, While well, I was out north riding my dirt bike in the middle of nowhere with my brother, and mm-hmm. my bike broke down. You can't see anybody for miles and miles. I posted it on our Instagram. Everyone is canceled. Just showing a 360 view of where I was at. I hiked a little mountain hill, giant hill, if you want to call it that, and just nobody was around. But I was fine. I was at peace. My brother went out, and he's going to come back with the truck. We know the area well. A lot of people die out there. They get lost. They get dehydrated. Their bikes break down when they're way too far to walk back. I knew I was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a piece to that. There's a piece to self-reliance, knowing you're going to be okay, knowing something bad can happen, and you're going to be all right. You can take care of yourself. I, I can hike that hill and get cell phone reception. I know which direction to walk if I need to get out of here, fuck my bike. I know not to try to push it because that'll dehydrate me, and people have died trying to push their vehicles 10, 20 miles. You know, there's a, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a security there being able to rely on yourself. You're less angsty. You're less prone it seems to blame everybody else for your problems because you're like hey i can fix this if something bad is happening in my life my reaction isn't to go on twitter and cancel somebody it's to fix it and the mountains the desert (laughs) relying on yourself teaches you that and there's a happiness and a contentness to that yes absolutely and uh yeah you and me have been hiking a long time we hiked through the desert too and We've been hiking since we were kids, man. You and I camping out. Grew up in Boy Scouts together, so we've been we were raised doing this. It's fun. Saw some crawdads out there. You got crazy spiders off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. You got a spider crawling up your back. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Oh man. Good times, good times. Yeah, we were traveling and Andrew had a flashlight. A headlight, you know, headlamp. And I'm like, I'm going to, the moon's out. I'm going to go ahead for a second. The second I go, because I forgot mine, the second I go in front of Andrew, the second I walk into a web because I didn't have a flashlight, I'm like, oh shit, that was a web, bro. Is there something on me? And he looks on me and there's this giant spider almost the size of my hand. No, it's not a tarantula. I don't know what the fuck it was. And it has this nest of eggs with it. I'm like, get it off. He's like, all right, hold on, man. He's all super lax. He, he's like, let me get my water first. And he's taking his backpack Give off. Give me a minute. I'm like, dude, get it off. But it's fun. Good times. It was a good time. I celebrate those memories. Yeah. Yeah. We found that crack house out there with the noose. So we found where Satan talked lived. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Had a red phone and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But yeah, I think it's a uh, I don't know. It's something that that people should do though. Like disconnect every once in a while from from technology. Get out in nature. And I feel like the people that do that probably live longer lives. You know, like I think uh what is it? Costa Rica, I think, has one of the longest life expectancy ages. I've heard it's that. Like, yeah. And, and they live a very relaxed lifestyle. That's their culture. Like, uh, I think they say they, they have like little phrases like like take it easy is basically what it translates to. 
but that's like something they say a lot over there because that's like their culture. Take it easy, you know, take life easy. The Eagles are their Siesta. homeland band, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, take it easy. Do the heroin. Do that line yeah. of coke. The peyote in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> if it is legal in your country. How awesome would it be? Because culturally, they have siesta time, which is like nap time, that even like, you know, workplaces embrace and so if they find you workers, not taking a nap they will fucking kill you yeah they, get they will chop your head off with their dick <laughs> sounds like a great place to me it's relaxed as long as you're able to nap when you're told to nap you're gonna be fine just go there have a good time but you sleep when you're fucking told to sleep you motherfucker <laughs> you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> oh man, interesting, uh, interesting things to talk about, to to think about. I think there is something to that. You know, we joke a lot in this show, and everything is alleged. But I think there is something to have your whiskey, smoke your cigar. You know, relax. Don't constantly obsess with. In my opinion, how long am I going to live? Am I going to starve myself of every pleasure in life because I might get a year or two out of it? Even 10 years. How great is the mm -hmm. quality of life living when you're an old man or woman? In my opinion, and I know a lot of people disagree, and that's your right. But for me, I value quality over quantity. I'm not interested in a life where I have so many problems because I'm 70, 80 plus. Living 30 mm -hmm. years in, in those states where I can't take a piss or I got kidney stones, or I can't walk, and I'm always in pain, and I can't sleep right, and I'm fucking shitting in the bed. Like, this is just, I want the quality now. So there's this quote I like, and it reminds me of this. Charles Bukowski, sort of a philosopher, a writer, somebody I respect well. He said, find what you love and let it kill you. Yeah. Let it drain you of your all. Let it cling onto your back and weigh you down into eventual yes. nothingness. Let it kill you and let it devour your remains. For all things will kill you both slowly and fastly, but it's much better to be killed by a lover. So when I want to smoke that cigar or have that pipe tobacco or have that whiskey or that Coca-Cola, that soda, sure, you can have too much of anything and it makes you feel like shit. Then you don't have a quality of life because your body's fucked up and its immune system is compromised from having too much sugar. But if you're able to moderate and do it and enjoy the shit out of that soda once a month or whatever it is, I take that mm -hmm. over living longer. And studies are now showing lower cortisol stress levels. Cortisol is the stress hormone. Yeah, You get lower stress by really relaxing. Some of these people that have lived the longest, I've looked into centurions, people who've lived over 100, mm -hmm. a lot of them smoke. Mm. A lot of them wake up, and one guy was like, yeah, I have five cigars a day, and I put a shot of whiskey in my coffee every morning. This old woman who was like 110, she's like, yeah, I have a Bud Light every night. You know, they fucking nice. relax. They, don't they are not the ones on the internet getting mad at people because they're offended. They're sitting back drinking their whiskey laughing at your stupid ass. And it's great. We should celebrate that. We should celebrate smoking. We're kidding. It's a joke, people. We're comedians. We're not funny, but this is what we do. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. No, I think everything in moderation. That, uh, I've noticed. Yeah. The other thing that I've seen working in a hospital uh, is... Uh, sorry, my kid's freaking out in the background. <laughs> He's excited good, about something. I've seen people... Uh, get similar results, you know, like the happiness and and the the uh, the stress reducers out of their pets. Um, people yeah. have dogs, cats, all that, and to the point where sometimes they end up in the hospital, and you know, we we do everything we can to to get you better, but inevitably there's end of life scenarios, and a lot of times those people want to see their dog. You know, and we'll usually we're usually able to wheel them out of the hospital to let them uh, let them hold their dog and whatnot. Wow, that's really cool. And yeah, and that's just something I want to throw in there. I feel like that's something that people can gain a lot of happiness. The little things, you know, little things in life. I think having a companion. Well said. Yeah, it's, it is the, it is the little things. You know, my dogs, my my animals, my cats. Yeah. They bring me a lot of happiness, and um, th- I couldn't imagine a life without them. They become your family, and they they could teach us a lot in a lot of ways. Dogs and cats, they're so much better than us, man. They're not petty. They dance, and they yeah. run around and wrestle with each other <laughs> just because we get home from a day of work. We don't even have treats for them. They're just happy that we're home. <laughs> could you imagine being yeah. so happy to see somebody that you run around the yard? Like, that's what they do, <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, animals are awesome. People get home and they're like, the person sitting there is like, what the fuck did you bring me, you piece of shit? Did you get me a burger? (laughs) You smell like fast food. Did you get me something? Well, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. And they're like, well, fuck you too. That's people. (laughs) Oh, there's some truth to that for sure. Yeah, for sure. People listening right now are screaming in the background. Are you listening to that fucking podcast again? I told you to do the dishes, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> All seven listeners. <laughs> we have more than seven listeners now. We have eight. Nice. Suck on that. That's what's up. I listen to it. Just kidding. No, we have a lot more than eight. We, yeah, we have a lot of people. Listen. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's a. It's actually really. Uh, so I listen to it on my way to work. Any episode that I'm not able to hop on or whatever, I still listen, and it's it's entertaining, man. <laughs> Very entertaining. I got to get going. I got this next podcast coming up soon with John, Mary, Meg on uh, Skinwalker Ranch, which will be fun. Oh snap, dude! I wish I could be there. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you on, man. I'm super glad that you could make this episode. We always have a good time, Andrew, yeah. from building our skits before this show. All the shows we've had previously on YouTube that we have not yamed, named, they've been fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we have some some interesting conversations. Uh, would you like to link any of your handles, Instagram, YouTube? Um. Let's see. Okay, so my YouTube channel is Art by Pinsetter because I do some artwork on there. Uh, I haven't been uploading lately, but you can find some of my older stuff on there. Yeah, some of those videos have like a half a million views, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think my entire channel altogether. What am I? I'm probably at like thirty thousand subscribers. 
So yeah, I've got some subscribers out there, but I haven't been uploading for them, unfortunately. I've just been freaking school gets in the way and work and all that. But uh, but I'm I am planning on rebooting it because I do like to I like artwork. It's basically it's it's any kind of artwork that I do. I draw, I paint, uh, I make time lapses, I make t- how to draw videos, and tutorials, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I do some like. 3D art with uh, paper layered into into shadow boxes and things like that. It's so. madness. Check him out. Check out what Andrew yeah. does. He's a respiratory therapist, art extraordinaire, YouTuber, magician. Uh, he knows how to hack door locks. Mm. He's a good guy. Check him out. And as always, you can catch Everyone is Canceled on Instagram and Facebook. 1L, Everyone is Canceled, spelled the right way. Anyways, we appreciate <laughs> you folks listening tonight. Thank you, Andrew, again for joining us, and you guys have a great week. See you later. I still consider myself Mormon.